I was actually living in Mexico when I was trying to fix my legal status. I was so severely depressed. What is up everyone and welcome to another episode. I'm your host Alanized and this is Noche de Pendejadas. La semana pasada you guys les traemos un invitado chingón y esta semana les traigo a una mujer chingona. Please help me welcome my guest tonight, Yasmin Beauty Bird. Hello, hello. ¿Cómo estás? First of all, how was traffic? It was a little bad but... We've been planning this for not too long, actually. No. I feel like I always say, like, we've been planning this for too long, but realistically, it's only been a week. Yeah. Pero aquí estamos, you guys. Me la traje hoy. Para todos ustedes que no la conocen, I'm going to go ahead and hand it over to her para que ella les diga un poquito más de quién es y qué hace. Hi, everyone. Mi nombre es Yasmin, also known as Beauty Bird to my beauties. I am the founder and CEO of Birdie Lashes, and I'm a mother of two beautiful daughters and wife to my husband, Valentin. Period. Ay, si vino preparada. She's like, you want my bibliography? I'm so used to the, I know, That's I'm so good, because normally people are like, I don't know who the fuck... I am, pero ya sí sabe quién es, amigas. Hoy la traje, you guys, porque hoy quiero saber un poquito más de Yasmin. I've been knowing you for quite some time. Yeah, You've been years. in the same industry as me por muchos años. Yeah. Yo hoy quiero saber un poquito más de ella as a person. If I want to know chisme, if I want to know any of that, I can just go on social media y encontrarlo. Pero hoy me quiero sentar con ella para platicar. I want to know how you were as a child. How was Yasmin growing up? So, for those of you that don't know, I was actually born in Mexico um, in Amatepec, Estado de Mexico to be exact and honestly at first I want to see the first year and a half it was pretty sad for me because I grew up you could say like homeless in un rancho uh -huh. I didn't even have that privilege of having like diapers oh, or like shit. new clothes or none of that like we were really poor honestly so it wasn't until I turned a year and a half that my parents decided to come to the United States and that's when you know we all migrated here for the most part I was such a good girl like if you ask my mom she will tell you that I was such a smart brilliant Bien portadita y todo, uh, like, she's like intelligent. <laughs> no, yeah, because she would always tell me, like, you learn how to walk fast, you learn how to talk fast, you learn how to do all these things oh, fast. Yeah, at an early age. And she was telling me that not only that, but I siempre la hacía caso. And I do remember this, like, yeah. you know, being bien, bien portada because. I was like scared of my mom, you know, like, bitch. You know what's crazy? <laughs> Cuando yo te miro, yo sí te miro así. Yeah. Yo la miro como, oh my God, la Yasmin no quebra ni un pinche plato. <laughs> like, you really do no. give off that, like, bien portadita vibe. No, yeah. But until, it wasn't until I got to high school. Oh, okay. Sure, okay. Dije, aquí ya. She's like, aquí ya no soy. Aquí ya no soy. A mí me vale madre toda hora. No, that's when I started actually, like, misbehaving you could say oh, or not uh -huh. like like caso a mi mamá I started having like a boyfriend behind her back and things like that what do you feel like changed for you in um, high school I feel like everyone siempre me pintaba así como que oh tú eres la friend that you know can't go out you can't put makeup on you can't dress a certain way and I got tired of being that person because yeah. at the end of the day I felt like I wasn't being like really who I was yeah. uh -huh. and I was just you know trying to be this good girl just to make my ha my parents happy and keep everyone happy you know and at the end I was like no I want to wear makeup I want to dress how I want to and this and that and then I started exploring you know dating you know and everything so and you're like and I changed. loved it yeah. 
How was it like for your parents cuando hiciste la transición de una niña bien portadita, yeah. una niña bien, como tú dijiste ahorita, a una niña, como se puede decir, rebelde? ¿Cómo yeah. fue esa transición para tus parents? It was bad. I remember in that period, me and my moms kind of stopped talking. And oh, I know sure. a lot of people, this might come as a shocker because my mom is literally like my best yeah. friend. Like we get along so well. Everybody is always like talking about like, oh my God, I love the relationship you have with your mom. But it wasn't until I started como revelándome que we we stopped talking yeah. for a period we actually hated each other we didn't want to talk to each other we didn't want to see each other it was actually bad it was really bad on my parents and I felt like at the same time we kind of needed that because yeah. it made our bond even stronger to what it is now but it wasn't always like Roses and butterflies. Así siempre pasa. Yo yeah. pienso que uno de padre se le olvida que también fueron rebeldes. ¿eh? Yeah. And it's like, oh my God, ¿qué le, ¿qué le está pasando a mi hija? Pues lo que también te pasó a ti me está pasando yeah. a mí también. But, you know, so you go into high school, you start rebelling yourself, te empiezas a, a tener novios. Yeah. And, um, ¿cómo fuiste en high school? ¿Eras te peleonera? ¿Eras todavía rebelde, pero bien portada? ¿Cómo fuiste? No, for the most part, I was, I was a chill girl, like, Nunca tuve problemas with nobody, nothing. Um, era como tu chava, like, cualquier otra. <laughs> just simple. It was just the fact that I started now dating. I started now wearing makeup, not listening to my parents, wanting to go out, ditching school, you know, like, yeah. things like that. Things that, you know, the parents are like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why are you doing yeah. this, you know? But for the most part, as a, as a person, I feel like I was just your average girl from high school. <laughs> So, no sé si ustedes saben, you guys, pero el mes que viene cumples 10 años yes. uploading to YouTube. You uploaded your first video November 19, 2012. Yes. That's a long time, you guys. Yeah. 10 años de estar creando videos. That's a long time. How do you feel like, fuck, 10 years yeah, of your no, life yeah. creating content? ¿Cómo te sientes tú? Honestly, I look back and I'm like, damn, it just feels like literally it was yesterday when i uploaded yeah. my first youtube video wanting to just connect with people you know but i feel so happy that it's been 10 years and i haven't fallen off the map literally literally <laughs> that's una pregunta que le tengo ahorita you guys lo que quiero saber ahorita en qué momento en ese tiempo yeah. hace 10 casi 10 años yeah. Tú dijiste, ¿sabes qué? Voy a agarrar una pinche cámara, un teléfono o brick, whatever you were filming on, and you're going to film a video and post it online. What was your thought process? ¿Qué en ese momento tú estabas sintiendo to be like, I want to do this? A lot of people don't know this maybe, but, you know, those, my beauties that follow me on my channel know that I started this because por desesperación de, to try and connect with people, to try and have that moment of like talking and feeling like a normal girl because of the situation that I was in. So those that don't know, when I started my YouTube channel, I was actually living in Mexico when I was trying to fix my, fix my legal status. I was so severely depressed with yeah. major anxiety, like literally up at three in the morning, crying my eyes oh, out, shit. like couldn't even breathe. I felt like I was dying or something. I just needed an escape. And I knew that makeup was always my escape because it was something that I was just good at. I, it just came naturally to me. And my mom had always told me like, you know, you should you should be a makeup artist or you should do something with makeup because you're really good at it. Se te da el don. And it was in that moment that I was like looking at girls on YouTube. Like, do you remember Dulce yeah. Candy? Uh -huh. Yeah, she was like a huge idol for me when yep. it came to YouTube. But, you know, I was watching her and I just thought to myself, I can do this. Like, I literally have nothing to do. 
and this can be my escape. Maybe this can be like a way for me to like connect with people online, even if nobody yeah. watches me. But like, I felt like you know I could do something. They're like, I'll it. send the video to my mom, and she can watch. Yeah, it. no, yeah, because my mom was actually the one that encouraged me. Like, okay, pues yeah, like yo te mando todo el maquillaje. I'll send you my little red camera. And you can start filming your YouTube videos. You went to Mexico alone. Yeah, I was living by myself. Oh, shit. So my, so my parents had gotten deported, and uh-huh. I had a deportation. And yeah, ellos ya los habían sacado. Mm-hmm. And something traumatizing that also kind of helped change the dynamic between my mom and my dad mm-hmm. um, was that they got deported. So it brought us closer and really like put everything into perspective of like family is... Important. Everything. It's yeah. everything. And we shouldn't take them for granted. We shouldn't be fighting about over stupid shit or things like that. And so it wasn't in that moment that I knew I had a deportation. And once I turned 18, that I knew I needed to leave the country because Fuck. I was fearing for my life that they were going to come one day, oh, shit, take yeah. me out. And then when they take me out, it's like, where do I go? Where, yeah. What do I do? You know? So that's why I wasn't living in Mexico by myself because I was just fearing for the so yeah you you just said it you, they a los que 18 años yeah. or 18 yeah well the deportation 17, was like around there yeah that's very young you know y para estar yeah. viviendo aquí casi toda tu vida y que un día te diga saben que te tienes que ir y te vas a mover a un lugar que a lo mejor ni conoces I'm sure that was very yeah. fucking traumatizing no, for was. you pero lo lograste mira yeah. todo lo que has logrado thanks to maybe even thanks to getting deported you were able yeah. to create such a beautiful thing que es Beauty Bird yeah como estábamos hablando ahorita ya tienes que se puede decir casi 10 años yeah. de trayectoria en lo que es aquí en las redes sociales. ¿Qué sientes tú that was like that, that you have in you that has kept people attracted to you for that long? Because me and you know that in this industry, yeah. igual como uno puede subir, you guys, en uno o dos años, si they don't keep up, boom, um, so nadie. What do you think has been that sparking you? I think just being true to myself and sharing my, my real life story with everyone and having that relationship of like having people to relate to my story yeah. or to me in some way one way or another and I've always have been so open about my ups and downs that I feel like that's why people yeah. continue to watch me and as my family continues to grow and more you know bigger things keep happening like they're just happy for me and I feel like I've brought my audience to be like my family como alguien que también te ha visto crecer en tus redes yo pienso que tú también has sabido evolutionize with the time because yes. cuando empezaste tú eras puro you know makeup yeah. and as times went by yes you still do makeup you're still very great at it pero también you've been able to be like you know what ahorita la gente lo que está pegando es sharing your life yeah. was it ever hard for you to be like fuck sabes que voy a sacar mis calzones al sol para que la gente me juzgue or was it just so natural you'd be like you know what I'm just gonna share it all no so for those that also don't know when I first started everything needed to be super like very neat only yes. English you couldn't show anything of your culture or who you were as a person everything had to be pretty yes. much you could say whitewashed you know literally, yeah. no literally like a cookie cutter like this type of girl you know but it wasn't until in one of my get ready with me's that I accidentally I guess in my one of my bloopers you could hear the background music and it was Spanish music and so many people from there se agarraron como diciendo like oh my god like you actually speak so it Spanish is, you speak yeah. Spanish it is Mexicana this and that and they got so happy that it made me feel comfortable in sharing a little bit more yeah. about me 
And it wasn't until then that finally I started being one of the first YouTubers to really push out yeah. the culture boundary where you can be free to express who you really are yeah. online. You know, it's crazy that you touch that because yo me acuerdo in, in el año de... 2015-2016 cuando yeah. I started producing content yo ni hablaba wey yo ni hablaba my videos are just little makeup tutorials little the speed little music. literally little get ready with me que la gente cuando si sí hablaba nomas hablaba inglés yo me creaba bien pinche profesional with my little I would literally <laughs> take so many takes because I was like yeah. fuck I gotta sound like a Laura Lee like a Manny M.U.A. like someone yeah. that's or like people that were doing it that were already big at the time yeah. and you're like fuck they're so proper maybe that's the only way to make yeah. it you know what I mean so yo pienso que también cuando uno miran our old videos are like no mames esa es yeah. otra persona de la que miramos <laughs> ahora pero it's crazy because llega un tiempo yeah. donde uno as a creator and just as a human being you start realizing like you know what it is okay to be myself it was uh, mostly because of the brands Yes. The brands would not want to work with people, yeah. with uh, YouTubers or content creators that were not speaking just English. Like, I felt like that's why we kind of felt like that restriction back in the day, because it was not normal. Yeah. You couldn't speak Spanish, you know, or you couldn't show this or that about yourself, you know. And it wasn't until I said, you know what? Fuck this. Yeah. You know, I'm going to be myself and I'm actually going to save my story. And that's when I did my draw my life. Oh my God, I remember that. That is so crazy, you guys. Porque yo, tell me why yeah. I remember that video. Yeah. I literally remember that video because <laughs> I feel like, if anything, from the people that I used to follow, because esos tipos de videos eran super populares yes. en ese entonces, but from the people that I followed, I feel like you were one of the few people that, like, I had seen done it. I remember I tried to do a Draw My Life video, yeah. and I couldn't fucking draw to save my life. <laughs> Like starting off, yeah. and it was just like the whole storytelling of your story was like, wow! Like she's a, a Latina doing big things because I feel like you were one of the few like Latin pioneers in the beauty industry. Yeah, like for sure, a hundred percent. And I feel like seeing how much you've grown. You know, we collabed in 2019. Yes. Is that you guys? Ahorita estaba pensando. I was telling her we collabed in. February. Yeah, February. Y she gave birth to Jaylene in November. November. Of that same year. So, <laughs> cuando nosotros estábamos firmando our little mukbang, our little, that back then when you yeah. had your Sigma collab. Yeah. Um, ella estaba embarazada y ella sabía, amigas. I know. How do you feel like motherhood has changed your life? Oh, my God. It's changed it in so many ways. In so many beautiful ways, I want to say. Um, because... Now I understand more of my mom, yeah. why she was the way she was. I feel like it also kind of fulfilled me in a way that I felt like I needed that. And it's just been so beautiful. Was there any differences with your first pregnancy and your second? Oh, yeah, definitely. It was there were two completely different pregnancies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The first one was a little hard because, first of all, I was scared as Fuck. And it was your first one. <laughs> yeah, it was my first one. I was scared as fuck. And I kept thinking like, oh my God, que tal si lo pierdo, lo que sea. Because I actually shared it very early yeah. on. And I wanted to share that whole experience because I had been struggling. And yeah. so when I finally got pregnant, I wanted to share it with the world. But then I kept it in my head, back of my head like, what if I have a miscarriage or what if yeah. I'm like, I was it's always scary. scared. Yeah, yeah. And as I continued my pregnancy, I started realizing like, okay, this is not as fun yeah. <laughs> as people I'm paid like, it to uh, be. Especially on social media. Yeah. yeah. I, like I started having sciatica pain and I hadn't hurt 
anyone talk about that. Oh my god, I don't even know what that is. No, it's such a pain here. And like, the, back, the back, the lower back. Yeah. Okay, uh huh. And it goes all the way down to your leg, and it's painful. You could barely talk. I mean, talk. You can ah, barely walk. She's like, you can barely do anything. Oh, uh, well, she just no, doesn't yeah. want to do anything. <laughs> she's like, no, Valentina, I can't do anything. I know, <laughs> but no, it was really hard to walk or yeah. sit um, for long periods of time, like. You had to do so many stretches to kind of make yourself feel better. Yeah. Um, thankfully, I didn't go through any nausea or any of that, like the vomiting. But with my second pregnancy, I did. You did. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying, like, I had different experiences. With Were both. you scared when you got pregnant the second time? You're like, oh, ya me va a regresar el pinche dolor. I was a little scared because I was like, I really hope I don't have to go through that. Because it, it really restricted me from doing a lot of a things lot and of enjoying stuff. my pregnancy because I felt like I just... I was always in pain. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, you know what? Like, yeah. mejor no había tenido ni sexo, Do you feel like your relationship with your husband has changed in a positive way because now you guys are a family? Yes, it has changed for the better. I feel like now we really try to make that time of like connecting with each other because I feel like once you have kids, it's really hard yeah. to find that time with your spouse. So now we intentionally try to find that time to really connect and really know why we're in this together, yeah. especially to try and make the environment for our daughters a safe and loving environment because that's important and i always say this in my social media like it's always important to have that relationship with your spouse as your priority yeah. because once you have that you know boundary set your daughters will have that example of what really a love, love is yeah yeah and we're actually talking about her daughters about how um jaylene talks so properly oh, yeah. <laughs> Too proper on my grab, la mejor que yo. Like, like she can literally <laughs> sit down here and interview her mom. Yeah. But it's crazy because, you know, yo pienso que también el tipo de contenido que tú haces ahora yeah. te da más libertad to be able to work and be with your family because now yeah. vlogging is such you know a different format of video creating that like now you don't have to sit down in the studio and do a two-hour makeup tutorial ignorar a todo el mundo. Yeah. Now it's like oh we're acá. Me llevo la cámara and I'm able to be with my family. Do you feel like because of that, has it been hard for you as a creator to be able to balance being a mom, a daughter, and all the above? Because it's like, fuck, when is it the good time to film and when it's like, oh, for me moments? It has been hard and I know like I have lagged a little bit yeah. in creating content because back then, like I had nobody to yeah. take care of, you know, just myself, you know, and... It was easy to grab the camera and just like film a YouTube tutorial or whatever. But now, like you said, with vlogging, it's so much easier because now I can get to have that time with my family and enjoy those moments while having the camera mm -hmm. there rolling. But at the same time, I also don't want to share too much anymore because then I also start thinking about my daughters, like their privacy, like maybe yeah. they don't want to see this in the future. I don't know. I start overthinking a lot of things. Do you feel like you always have like a line that you draw where it's like, okay, what's good to post? It gets too much. Yeah. That, there is that line because now that my daughter, my, my first born, yeah. right? She understands and, you know, gets what we're filming. I ask her first, like, do you want to film this? And if Aww. she says yes and she's down for it, okay, great. If she doesn't feel like it and she's not in the mood or will start crying or whatever and I know it, I'm not going to film it. And so I know that I feel like I, I can now tell what I can. All right, so Birdie Lashes. So in December of 2020, you guys, lanzas tu marca Birdie Lashes. Yes. Que empezó con puras pestañas, pero poco a poquito ya está creciendo. Apenas acabas de lanzar your first mascara. Yes. How was that? Cuéntame... ¿Cómo empezaste con la idea que quiero salir con una marca, especially en una comunidad de belleza donde ya hay muchas? 
<sighs> it's been a long journey. So even like going back to my yeah. draw my life video, I manifested that I wanted to have my own beauty brand. Yeah. What was it at the time? I didn't know. Okay. But I did know that I wanted to do something in the beauty industry. Mm-hmm. And as I continued and I, then I saw, started seeing you yeah. when you launched your lash brand. I'm like failed. <laughs> ah. No, but when I saw you, um, Anna from Dose of Colors, yeah. I don't know if you remember, yes. she launched lashes first. Is it, that's kind of like the spark that started giving me into trying to design what I wanted for my brand and then it was lashes I knew it was always going to be lashes at that time and it wasn't until finally once I had my daughter that it just gave me that big push push. yeah that I was like you know what I have already gone back to my draw my life video and checked off all of these like lists except yes except this and I don't want to go with my life without even trying it or showing to her that you know if you have that dream you can go for it and you can really make any dream possible so I was like you better you better start this because si no como le vas a enseñar a tu yeah. own daughter so that's why it made me push out birdie lashes and yeah what do you feel like in an industry that's so saturated especially in the beauty world porque cuantas marcas no hay pero cuantas successful brands hay yeah muy pocas and I feel like your brand has become a successful brand so quick tres dos años yeah and it's become you know such a staple especially in our community what do you think sets you apart from every other brand um I've always said this to a lot of small business owners that whenever you want to start your own business you have to look at the real branding reason of why you want to start this brand and how you want to set yourself apart from all the other ones and for me it was always that I wanted a brand that was always going to be luxurious but at the same time affordable and accessible to Mm -hmm. everyone and at the same time representing my culture through it Mm -hmm. and I feel like not a lot of brands right now with the lash industry I guess you could say specifically haven't really shown that cultural moment if they do show that cultural moment you can tell it's just a cash grab for that season yeah Yeah. and you can tell with your brand that it's literally embezzled into your whole brand and like it's literally a part of birdie lashes yeah literally (laughs) like like if you think of birdie lashes like en verdad puedes contar toda tu historia con tu marca and i feel like that's something that you've been able to like do so good with it that that's why it's been such a success yeah and and donde te miras tu en cinco años con la marca in cinco años oh my god well i hope that it can be already finally in stores <laughs> that's a huge dream of mine which we're like in the works of like talking with different retailers but i just haven't pulled the trigger yet because yeah. i'm like i still want to see what it can do on its own um and just really expanding it to other products honestly so that's family owned Yes. Family ran and everything. How's that? How's it like being able to, you know, make this dream come true and being able to have your family que te respalde, que te ayuda, and they're in with you in this ride? It's it's been such a beautiful thing because I can literally say this is part of our family, you know, yeah. like it's just that. And I am happy to say that my husband's my business partner. A lot of people always ask me, like, yeah. what does he do? Like, even though he has his own thing going on, yeah. but at the same time, part of one of his roles is being my business partner yeah. with Birdie Lashes. And if it wasn't for him, honestly, yeah. Birdie Lashes would not be a thing. Yeah, honestly. you're like, I would give up. <laughs> me, me. Yeah, no, it's so hard because yeah. it literally takes a village to run a brand. Yeah. Like, I can't do this by myself. And, and then it, on top of that, you have to make sure that beauty bird content is going up. It's going up, yeah. yeah. So it's like a whole different thing. So it's like a lot of different hats, but I'm yeah. so blessed to have my family support and everything in there. Si se mira que tienes a toda tu familia 
um, involucrados en todo lo que haces. And I feel like that's a big reason for your success because, you know, you've created this huge empire, but you're the type of person, no más con mirarte, that it's like, okay, I've created this all, which you can say kind of by yourself because, yeah. like, people follow you for you, yeah. but you've been able to bring in all your family with your success. Like, yes. tú, te dan mucho, tú puedes darle un poquito acá, un poquito acá, un poquito acá. Do you yeah. think, like, do you think being that giving has made you be so successful? Yes, definitely. Like, I always don't want to just feel like, oh, I did this by myself. Yeah. Like, no sé qué, because I have to give credit where credit yeah. is due. Like, if it wasn't for my husband, my mom, my dad, all the people around me in my life, if it wasn't for them, yeah. I wouldn't be where I am. You're like, even thanks to ICE for deporting me, right? Like, <laughs> for, not even like that, but like, no, in a yeah. way, porque gracias a eso empezó this journey yes. that like maybe 10 years ago like you said you were going through depression you were going through all this but gracias a eso yeah. tu vida ahora es algo diferente es y algo es algo muy... que nunca en tu vida te vi en ese momento específicamente te vieras imaginado yeah no it's crazy and it's crazy that you say that because i have always said this like it was a blessing in this yes yes it truly was and in the moment like you said maybe i didn't understand it i didn't know why i was going through that but I also didn't also question myself as to why me? Like, yes. porque, because I know that so many millions of people are yeah. going through the same similar situation. And it breaks my heart knowing that till this day right yeah. now, people are still being separated, you know? Yeah. And it breaks me because I know that feeling and I don't over wish it upon anyone to be broken in like, yeah. or separados, pero it's so sad. It is. It's it is. Sad. It's crazy because... I've gone through that like firsthand too with my one of my siblings que ya tiene cuatro hijos yeah. and just seeing like lo que le hace eso a una familia it's just like oh my god ni a yeah. mi peor enemigo le deseo eso because it's literally so sad that like un día puedes tener todo y, y pensar que like estás secure in your home and then yeah. the next day you're like no, you're not you're not you know what I mean ya hablando bien, ya mirando todo lo que has cumplido en tantos años, como hemos dicho, what's something that you now, as someone that has done so much, you can tell Yasmin 10 years ago? The, the, ten, oh. the Yasmin from 10 years ago. You're going to make me cry. I'm like, que llore, que llore, no. amigas. El propósito. Ah, the thumbnail. No. Yasmin Beauty Bird cried. Ah. <laughs> No, well, what was the question again? Ah, she's like, I don't want to cry that much. No, que es algo que ahorita tú ya, como una mujer very successful, con todo lo que tienes, what's something that you can tell Yasmin from 10 years ago? That it'll all be worth it. That it'll all be worth it. Be living in the moment, because that's what I tell myself and everyone else now, that live in, live in the moment, un día a la vez, and then with that grateful heart you don't know in the blink of an eye how like how crazy your life can change but it truly can and to never stop dreaming period no en verdad eso sí es muy cierto porque un día te sientes acá y sin esperártelo sin saber lo que la vida te trae mañana estás acá and i feel like you have to be able to be grateful for the downs to be yeah. able to appreciate your highs. Yeah. Tu historia is a great example of like resilience. Yeah. Porque tú, en un momento, tú has de haber pensado like, no, pues aquí ya se acabó mi vida, yo no voy a hacer nada y mírate ahora. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like estás poniendo a great example not only for the people that are watching you, but for your daughters. Yeah. Que si tú pudiste, si su madre pudo con todo lo que came at her, 
ellas también pueden. Yes. All right, you guys. So ya de platicar un poquito. Ya estamos approaching the end of today's episode. Y antes de que te deje ir, quiero saber what is next for Beauty Bird. ¿En qué te miras haciendo in a couple months, in the next year? What do you see yourself doing and accomplishing? ¿Y qué puede esperar la gente allá en casita que te sigue y te ama? Oh, my God. I hadn't even thought about this. <laughs> You're like, I don't know. I'm just living day by day. Me. No, literally. Yeah. I'm, I'm just taking it one day at a time. Um, and just, I hope, you know, to continue being on this platform for many, many more years. I don't ever want to go from this platform. That was such a big blessing to yeah. me. And I just hope to continue growing also Birdie Lashes. I can't wait to continue seeing you grow. It's been a pleasure seeing you grow. Es lo que les digo también, uno no sabe con el transcurso del tiempo. I was telling her that when I was checking back on her old video when we collabed, it almost seemed like we had filmed that shit like five years yeah, ago. Yeah, like forever Because I've seen her do so much, y it was just three years ago. Yeah. Three years ago, you have your brand, you have two daughters, a beautiful family. <laughs> no mames, amiga. Ya, ahora ya me siento como que yo no estoy haciendo nada con mi vida. No. ¿Qué estoy haciendo? Man, me voy a like ah, No, but honestly, like, it's crazy and yeah. it's amazing and it's so inspiring seeing what you've accomplished, what you've done for yourself, for your family, and just for everyone around you. Mm -hmm. And I'm so happy to be able to see that. And espero que ustedes allá en casita también están super inspirados. Um, I'm going to go ahead and leave all her social medias aquí para si ustedes la quieren mirar. They're going to appear on the screen and also linked down below. Y también no se les olvide to follow me on all my social media so you guys won't miss any future episodes. And with that being said, thank you so much for being here. No, thank you for having me. <laughs> thank you guys for listening. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye, guys.